Welcome to the party. No, no, not that party. This is like the pre pre party. We're the pre party. You know, but we're still gonna have a good time though. We we are. Now um uh, so me and Bill, uh, unfortunately, uh plans were changed for Sunday, so um we can't uh participate in the actual Super Bowl show. Uh but with you know what? rest of the folks, which will be fun. It'll still be on this YouTube page. So uh please follow them when you can. I believe Rifkin will be there. Old Ops guy is going to be there. Some special guests as well. So please uh, tune in for all that stuff. Um, but we decided, because the plans have changed and stuff. Let's just do our own. Let's do our own thing. Why not? You know what? We, we, it doesn't mean we should be shunned out of a conversation. No, no, no. Why and again, have all the fun. Yeah, no, 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 no. We love you guys. We do. We yeah, really love you guys. This is not a, a a knock on anybody because we actually love our crew. No, we stuff. do. We do. But um, we want to have some fun. A lot's going on with me, as you can tell. I'm in a uh, another uh, new place this time. Uh, I am uh, moving, so obviously the timing of everything just hasn't worked out for any of the live shows for the playoffs and all that. So. Uh, but I'm here. Bill's here. here. We're live uh, on the Sports Sanity Network's YouTube page for the Sports Sanity Podcast Super Bowl special. Yes, yes. You know, there's there's some game going on tomorrow, Reg. Yeah, as you can probably imagine, it's it's almost Super Sunday. So uh, by Happy the time Super Bowl Sunday may, Eve now. By the time some people may listen to the audio version of this, it will be Super Sunday. And so this will kind of count, kind of not, you know. But you know what? Let's, you know, even though it's just the two of us, mm. we can make it if we try. We're going to have some fun tonight. We're going to talk. Yeah. We're going to talk about. We're going to breeze through NFL honors. We'll talk about the Super Bowl. We'll, te- we'll give you our our thoughts. We'll talk about. The soup. We'll talk about the game. Maybe a little bit about what we think what the halftime show is going to be like. Maybe right. And speaking of which, you know, I might bring this up, but if you guys watched my other show, Mixed Bag, over the Super Review Show, shout out to JT Mahoney. Um, him and I the other day we did a for our Mixed Bag we ranked the Super Bowl halftime shows of the 21st century. So everything from 2000 onward, we ranked those. Go check it out. Maybe if we have time, we'll talk a little bit about it here. Who knows? Um, But anyway, so Reg, we ready to get this party started? Let's go, man. All right. So, So real quick, real quick, we are talking about the Gonna breeze through the NFL honors. The MVP from the Baltimore Ravens was Lamar Jackson. We both saw that coming, didn't we, Reg? I mean, kinda. Yeah. Hey, he had a hell of a season. So, congratulations, Lamar. Yeah. Look, it it, it was a phenomenal season, and. 
you know, we, we really shouldn't take anything away from him. Like, he really deserves what he gets. And it's great that, you know, we get to honor a player. He's not going to participate in this year's big game um, because, you know, the Ravens crapped out. But that that's just the bottom line, you know. It, it, it's either yeah, he he deserves this. That that's that's my point. And you know we really have to uh, give him props for the great season that he had. Okay, our next one, Coach of the Year. This was one that I was wrong on. Kevin Stefanski from the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. This, I don't know what you think. I mean, it's it's not terrible. Kevin Stefanski did a good job, but if, if it were up to me, <laughs> you know, Dan Campbell would have been great. Um, D'Amico Ryans would have been even better. Like, you know, it, it anything other than Kevin Stefanski, because I really think that if it wasn't for Joe Flacco, the Browns would have been dead. Because oh, they, they would have been, been dead in the water. There. So, yeah, the, the, to me, the Browns' success was more the fact that Joe Flacco played, not necessarily because Kevin Stefanski was a good coach. So that, that, was, that was kind of stunning. Yeah, here's my thing, though, Reg. I – and listen, Kevin Stefanski did a good job – he brought back those, you know, those – he brought back this team that was in – you know, that had to deal with injured quarterbacks like Deshaun Watson and got into the playoffs with Joe Flacco. So credit where credit's due. But there were better options. I would have gone with either Dan Campbell or D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. But, you yeah. know – and once again, you know, coaches that actually made an impact on their team, uh, they get shortchanged. And it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for the league, to be honest with you. And I know that might be a stretch to say because, you know, like I said, we do have good coaches. That's the, the, the issue isn't with coaching, you know, with, with Kevin Stefanski, but it's just about who actually made a bigger impact. Absolutely. And I think and I think Campbell and Ryan's made a bigger impact on their respective teams than Stefanski did. Okay, the next one. Comeback player of the year, Joe Flacco. I mean, it I'm glad that they made the right decision in giving because we both we're thinking, yeah, it's good. we want Joe Flacco, but we thought it was going to go to DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, we, we thought it was going to go to DeMar. Now, DeMar Hamlin actually got a lot of first-place votes and stuff. But ultimately, and this this was the right move, did DeMar Hamlin make the Bills better when he returned? I don't think he really added uh, anything. Was it a miraculous comeback to the football field? Absolutely. But did his comeback impact the Bills? No. It did not impact them in any way. When Joe Flacco came on to the Browns, 
His presence was the reason why they made the playoffs. The Browns, again, we talked about just now, they're dead. They're, they're sinking. They're drowning in water, deep, deep water. And he got them out of there and into the playoffs. His yeah, presence no. made the difference. Absolutely. And that yeah. is why he deserves that comeback player of the year award. And I'm glad that they made the right decision. They knew it was the right call to make. And, uh, you know, Joe Joe Flacco, someone that, you know, I criticized when he was on the Jets. And, you know, my, my terrible judgment, it should have been really the criticism should have gone to the Jets coaching staff and front office for not getting him the right tools to make sure that he is he was successful. And that was never the case. So shame on me. Uh, and good for Joe Flagg. Okay, next one. Offensive player of the year, Christian McCaffrey. I mean the guy's a beast. Good for him. Offensive player of the year, I mean, yeah, he's dude dude can run everyone run down everyone's throats with ease. Defensive player of the year. This is one of the three I got wrong. Miles Garrett. So Miles Garrett, obviously a big time bully and just absolutely amazing all around boy. So I it's well deserved. He really does deserve it. Probably wouldn't have been my pick, but it's well deserved. Okay. The the rookies of the year offensive, CJ Shroud, we saw that coming. Yep, yeah, and that was and that that's the right move. 100% the correct choice. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Will Anderson Jr. And Walter Payton, Man of the Year, Cameron Heward, Heward from the Steelers. From the Steelers? <laughs> Did you see who presented the the award? Yes, the, it was Prince Harry. He goes, yeah, we, uh, you stole rugby from us. <laughs> He's just got that very dry British sense of humor that we yeah, all love, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. It's it's fun. It's really fun. All right. And the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2024. Dwight Freeney. Devin Hester. Andre Johnson, Julius Peppers, Patrick Willis, Randy Gratisher, and Steve McMichael. Congratulations. They're all going to Canton, and it's it's deserved. 100%. You know who's on the ballot next year for the first time? Yes, Bill. I know who's on the ballot. My boy, Eli. And for the record, Bill... He is not all thing. I don't care what anyone says. He's not all thing. He's not. Two Super Bowl rings. Two and Super that's Bowl why he's going to get. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. He's going to get into the Hall of Fame. Just not first ballot. Not Hall of Fame. And don't try to tell me otherwise. He's not a Hall of Fame. And, but he's going to get into the Hall of Fame because he's a manning and he won two Super Bowls. Two Super Bowls, let's be honest. He got lucky. 
We get it, Reg. You're a Jets fan. It's not even about it's not even about being a Jets fan. It's about common sense here. Eli Manning is a good quarterback. Had an amazing career, but it is not a Hall of Fame career, in my opinion. It does not do enough. I don't care how many times he has started consecutively. I don't care how many Super Bowl he has. He got lucky in his career, and that's why he's going to go into the Hall of Fame. But he's not a Hall of Famer, at least not first ballot. That that's that's just me. If you're going to put him in the Hall of Fame, it should be down the road, you know. But you know who agrees with you, Manning and. The Giants always have pull, no matter what. They're, they're going to have so much pull. You think they have so much pull? First of all, you know who agrees with you on that whole thing? Who? Our colleague, Mark Olafsky Halpern. Yeah. He agrees with He agrees with you. But let me tell you something. <laughs> two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time Super Bowl MVP, 8,800. 119 passing attempts, 4,895 passing completions. This guy should be in the Hall of Fame. Eli Manning should be in the Hall of Fame. Like when he won that first Super Bowl in 2007, 2008. Mm -hmm. Yeah, lucky. Oh, yeah. He was this close, Reg, this close to being considered a draft bust. Right. And he got that close to being a draft bust. If he doesn't win that Super Bowl, it means nothing. I would agree. It means nothing, dude. It holds no merit. That Super Bowl saved his you know what. It's it, it well obviously saved his Giants career for sure. Uh but he would have been considered a draft bust. Tom Coughlin probably would have been fired. For getting to the Super Bowl? No, for not getting to the Super Bowl. If that wasn't a if that wasn't a good season. Well, if he if he didn't if he had a bad season, but they didn't have a bad season. So for those of you who are only doing the audio version, I just did the ring thing to Reg. But so yes, he, he's gonna get in because he's manning. He has two rings. That's why. But Take away those two rings, he's not a Hall of Famer. I don't care what the numbers say. He's not. Well, let's see what happens next year when he's on the ballot. No, no, no. Expect him to get in, but I'm just letting you know why he's getting in. That's the point. Um, and if he doesn't get in, Reggie's going to rub it in my face. Um, well, I mean, that would be great, you know, because it, it will prove me right. That that's my point. In the immortal words of Billy Joel, you may be right, I may be crazy. But I'm just the lunatic you're looking for. So turn out the light. Don't try to save me. You may we you may be wrong, but for all I know, you may be right. <laughs> okay. Well, congratulations to all who won last night. And now it's time we talk about the big game. All right. Reggie? Chiefs, Niners. I'm telling you, man. It's going to be the Niners, dude. 
the the more and look they they had their chip on their shoulder. I really, really, really like what this Niners team is doing. Brock Purdy seems very confident. The Niners are very confident in, in him. Offense is confident. And not for nothing. I think the Chiefs are being a little, they're not cocky, but a little lackadaisical, in my honest opinion. So I can agree with you on that. I think, and like, listen, as much as I like the Chiefs, right? At the same time, I'm, I'm kind of getting sick of them too. Yeah. Because I think Mahomes is on his way for better, for worse, becoming the new Tom Brady. Yeah. All, a lot of the attention has really been on Kansas City and obvious for obvious reasons. Mahomes. Uh, Andy Reid, Kelsey, Taylor Swift. like A, a <laughs> lot of the attention has been with Kansas City. It's sort of as if they're brushing aside San Francisco a little bit. Which, but, oh, yeah, the Niners. It's like they already have this already. You know, like, it, it, it's, it's not, not, and look, obviously a lot of the money, a lot of money's going in on the Chiefs, a lot of money's going on the Niners. The Niners are getting disrespected, though, as if, you know, they don't think that Patrick Mahomes can ha- can't have flaws. So he's going to absolutely destroy San Francisco. Like, no. Well, you've got to look well, at it this San way. San Francisco has the playmakers, too. Like, well, you got to look at it this way. When you bring up Pat Mahomes and that he's going to destroy San Francisco, dude, you've got to look at it this way. San Francisco's defense, dude, is Scary. It is scary. That defense is scary. And they're go- Nick Bosa, they're gonna they're not just gonna let Pat Mahomes. They're not just gonna let Pat Mahomes run all over them. Right. You know, they've been giving up 17.5 points a game on average this year. They've been giving up 1,525. Rush yards, eighty nine point seven rush yards per game. They've been giving up. Like I wouldn't, I'm not gonna mess with this team. And what the, they're gonna think Patrick Mahomes is going to sit there and rip them apart. Aside from Travis Kelsey, Reg, please answer me this question openly and honestly. And I want anyone who is watching this to. To give this to to tell me your honest opinion. Are you ready, Reg? Go for it. And I'm trusting you here. And Mark, I see you're watching and I want your opinion too. And <laughs> the old upset. Is aside from Travis Kelsey, who else does Patrick Mahomes have as a weapon? Oh wait. Pacheco? Maybe. Yes, he has Pacheco. And you know what? I was having this conversation last night with my friend's dad last night, actually. Um, we were talking about the game. And I said, and I asked him, he was asking me, who do you think is going to win? And I'm like, do you want the short version or do you want the, or do you want the doctoral thesis version? And he said, I'm not a doctor, so just give me the short version. <laughs> but here's what I said. I said I'm going to give you the deep dive here. 
aside from Kelsey, who else does he have? Who else does well, Mahomes have? Well, and my, it's, it's, it's either Pacheco or himself. Go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry. I know. And my friend's dad said, okay, yeah, you have a fair point, but Mahomes has a better arm than Purdy does. It doesn't matter. You but know, here's it, the thing that is going matter. to pop that about? bubble. I'm going to pop that bubble and I'm going to have no, and I'm going to have, and I'm going to sleep good tonight knowing that I pop this bubble. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Okay, fine. Mahomes has a better arm. But if you're going to rush the ball, who would you rather rush the ball to? Christian McCaffrey or, or Isaiah Pacheco? Well, it would be McCaffrey. Obviously. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Both are good. Both are done very good than McCaffrey. McCaffrey's and, like... You know, get back to the weapons thing. Okay, fine. Mahomes has a better arm. But Purdy, he's got Debo. He's got Ayuk. He's got Kittle. Again, aside from Kelsey in the passing game, who else does Mahomes have? Okay, Rasheed Rice brings up a very good point. Mark brings up a very good point, Rasheed Rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he also... I'm he sorry, also Mark, and thank you for bringing that up for me. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, but I mean, still, it seems like the Niners, with everything that's going on, on, on top of the disrespect that they're getting, I think that, you know, this whole early week issue with the field and it being very soft and then the fire alarm inside the hotel and then there's to me it seems like the NFL really really wants the Swifties to be happy and look I'm not the type of guy that says this this stuff is scripted because it's not like the, the the Niners aren't going to make it easy but do you really think that the NFL would much rather have the Niners win or would they much rather have the Chiefs and the Swifties? Because look at it this way. If you, you know, like, come on now. What, what's better for generator, money generated, you know, all that stuff? You know, they're going to want to see, you know, because no? the NFL, they're going to want tra- the Chiefs to win. They're going to want to see tra- Taylor Swift run down on the field and jump into Travis Kelsey's arms. Yeah. They, they want to see that. But you know what? You know what's something that really annoys me? You know what really grinds my gear, Reg? What? What really grinds my gear is that I don't like the people who are rooting for the Niners just because they can't stand Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Like, you know, the 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 the, the far right wingers in the political spectrum, you know, they wanna they, they they're rooting against the Chiefs. Yeah, <laughs> that that's stupid. No. Guys, I said this last week. Grow up. Just Come on. grow up. I, I want no part of that. No part of that. Just grow if you think the Niners are a better team and you're rooting for them, fine. If you're just getting sick of the Chiefs, fine. But if you're doing this just because you don't like Taylor Swift, oh which Swift scaring all you scaring all you macho men out there. He's big bad I think there's a little bad blood between them, don't you think? Yeah, no, I, I, I concur. 
hundred percent. And maybe they just need to shake it off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just as a side thing, if you were to play a drinking game, I'm going to advise, please don't. If you're going to play a drinking game of how many times they show Taylor yeah. Swift tomorrow, don't. Yeah. You will have alcohol poisoning <laughs> by halftime. Yeah. So please uh, do not do that. Now, look, the the only other artist besides Taylor Swift that's going to be shown a lot is Usher, Usher, Usher. And that's the person that I really, that's the musician I really want to be seeing on Super Sunday is Usher. Because, you know, he's going to have his halftime show with his trillion guests from all these different songs over the years. So he's like going to to me, I'm going to be more excited for him than possibly seeing Taylor Swift. Sorry, I, I can't. I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to uh, shed a tear if Taylor Swift's now on my screen. She will be. Like, a trillion times. It's going to be annoying. Yeah, but no, but yeah. Overall, you know, and we'll talk about halftime in a little bit, but what I'm saying with the game is Mark just said that Kelsey's going to propose if the Chiefs win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because he, there are words, word that he will propose to Swift. So, yeah, I mean, there's that, there's that aspect too. There's multiple reports on that. So, yeah. So who? Is you, know, you know the NFL wants the Chiefs. Now I said this in the beginning when this whole thing started. I guarantee you, Roger Goodell is going to officiate, and he's going to pay for the wedding. God damn! Because I guarantee you, he probably told Taylor Swift's parents, "Going, do not worry about it. If they get engaged, I'll pay for the wedding, and we'll broadcast it." <laughs> And I'll officiate too. Do you think it'll be Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call of that? You know? <laughs> okay, Taylor is walking down the aisle. This is gonna be good, Jim. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. Tony oh, Romo gives you that like a beautiful nice dress. Guy, but, you, but you suck at being a commentator. Sorry, Tony. Yeah. You see, oh god, is is he calling the game tomorrow, Tony Romo? It's a CBS game, so yeah. Oh, of course he is, so I mean, imagine, can you imagine if it was a CBS Super Bowl without Tony Romo? I mean, that'd be kind of... It'd be lovely. But but why, though? I don't know. I just don't like his commentating. His commentating's fantastic, dude. You know what, Reg? He's smart, dude. He's really good at it. Okay, maybe I'm being a little harsh. Well, no, you're harsh because you don't like Tony Romo. You I don't your, like him as a quarterback because... You got to put your feelings reasons. aside, though. You you but beat I, him in the playoffs. He's a decent guy. He's a decent. He seems like a decent guy. You got to put your f- personal feelings aside. You beat him in the playoffs, like so. <laughs> that was one of the greatest days of my life. You know, like put it aside. Okay, it's okay. okay. Putting them aside. Putting them aside. Go. But what is it about his broadcasting that you don't like? I I couldn't really tell you. Okay, maybe I do put a little of my personal feelings too much towards him. Yeah. Well, maybe I need tomorrow. I'll put it aside. Yeah. Well, one thing that I don't that I didn't like that he doesn't do anymore is the constant get. He now he still guesses plays. He still anticipates what's going to happen because he used to be a big time quarterback, so he knows his shit. Um, but he used to do that all the time, and that annoyed me. But 
you know, he no longer does that. So um, that that that's pretty good. Other than that, dude, it's a pretty smart guy. I mean, it doesn't take much to be a color commentator. You know, obviously you got to have personality. Romo has a lot of personality. We could be color commentators. Yeah, but we have to have personality. Do we have personality to call football games? I think we do have personalities. We keep the good people here entertained when we do this show. I guess so, yeah. Well, are you I, not I, entertained? Are you not entertained? Yeah, that is my horrible Russell, Russell Crowe impression. Um, um, getting back to the football real quick. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, um, it is played in Vegas. Um, as you can imagine, Bill. This is one of the most expensive Super Bowls ever. Yes, I heard. I mean, it is like ridiculously expensive. Um, yeah, I'm hearing like seven thousand dollar hotel rooms. Like Christian McCaffrey's family couldn't get a nice hotel because it costs too much. Like. That type of expensive. I understand that the Las Vegas metro area is a very expensive area. Most expensive in Nevada, for sure. Um, And I know the Las Vegas Strip is very enticing. But. I've been there. Too expensive. For Super Bowl. Well, they're picking all these big cities because, you know, that's where tourists go. That's where they're going to put money. The cheapest ticket as of now is currently selling for seven thousand eight hundred dollars. Yeah, apparently it's over two million for a suite. I mean, that, that's ridiculous. absurd. Absurd. It's like two million dollars, but you hear about the food they're gonna have in there. Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> you want me to read you the menu? Oh, please read me the menu. Okay, let me let me see. Okay. First of all, if your folks drink out there, there's a fully serviced bar. So that's a good thing. What we got for the food menu in there is we got souvenir popcorn, a bacon wrapped hot dog, a burnt end barbecue burrito. A glazed donut Super Bowl Sunday, carne asada fries, mm-hmm. seafood stuffed potatoes, surf and turf nachos, wagyu beef hot dog, frozen cheesecake, and again a fully service bar. You see, two point five million dollars. See, this is why the Super Bowl, whether you're watching it on TV or whether you're at the freaking game, is not for us. And look, we, we'll watch the Super Bowl because we watch it for the game. I know you're watching it for the game. Yeah, I'm watching it for the game, but you know, I also get enjoyment of the commercials. I get yeah, enjoyment and, of the halftime yeah, show. You're there for the game. Um, but you want to know something? The I'm Super Bowl's you. not for us. It's for the, the idiots that don't watch football the entire season. That, that's, that's what it's for. You want to know something? I'm going to tell you, but when I was in um. When I was in college, I remember I was, our dorm was doing a Super Bowl viewing party. 
and I had to ask people, and people had to ask, were constantly asking me, oh, what does that mean? What does a first step, what does a first down mean? What does that mean? These are people who probably never watch a football game in their life. And, 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 and again, it, it's. And listen, it, I'm happy to help people if they need my help. With yeah, this, but, but, you know, we're, we're not in the we're not in the business on, on Sunday. We're not going to be in the business of explaining. This. Yeah, so I just went over to my buddy's dorm room and I, just, and I just watched the game with him. Yeah. And I'm and I'm like, I'm sorry, I had to get away from my dorm Super Bowl party and everyone and their mother is asking me what everything is. Yeah. And be like, I've never watched football until today. I'm like, oh, and like, listen, I don't despise these. They're actually some very nice folks, but I, for like my close friends, I was able to be okay. Yeah, I can tell you what that means. But every other people, after every play, they're asking you, "What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean?" I was frustrated. I just texted my buddy. Goes, hey, I'm coming on over. That all right? Goes, oh, well, we're not having a big party, and I'm like, no, I don't care. I just want to get away from this. And and that was a bad Super Bowl anyway. It was the Denver Carolina one? And oh yeah, I was I was in my do- I was in I wasn't in my dorm room. I was in someone else's dorm hall. And and I remember me and my my friend and his friends. We were yelling at the TV during the halftime show. Just how weird and confusing it was. Yeah. And we're like, and I remember when Peyton, when when the Broncos won, we're like, congratulations, Peyton. Now never step on an NFL field again. Yeah. But um, but yeah, but the Super Bowl is not about us. You mean is it's for the people who are? Yeah, the casual viewer because it's a it's a show. It's basically its own, you know. Primetime special, like the Emmys and the Grammy Awards and, you know, the Christmas at Rockefeller Center, like all, all that type of stuff. You know, there's added elements like the commercials, the halftime show, uh, the national anthem and all that stuff. And then there's the game. The game is the only part we care about. Because you know what? I think we said this for the conference championship game, right? was like, today is the last day that the actual football fans care about. Because then next week it just and then the Super Bowl just becomes an entertainment spectacle, right? But the food in the suite does sound good. The food in the suite really does sound good, though. What do you think? Well, it's good, but it's for the it's at, at the very least for the bougie people. People like me, we're not bougie, and I go to a sporting event. I'm getting popcorn, I'm getting a hot dog, I'm getting soda, you're probably getting a, a cup of beer and stuff. Like, that's what we do, you know? And, like, even that, like, I when I go to a game, whether it's a baseball game, a football game, I only have one, at most, maybe two beers because it's so damn expensive. Yeah, yeah no, nachos. Nachos is my, my big thing. I don't, I don't want this. Fancy ass lobster, like what the lobster at a football game? Like, come on now, like what are we? Oh, doing? maybe if you're in New England. No, no, no. That's a thing over there, but no, no, not fancy, not fancy. Like a lobster roll, I mean. Oh yeah, but not fancy. I'm talking about fancy stuff that you yeah. that you listed. You know, I'm not here for this special salmon with, 
you know, this, you know, rice and uh, glaze. On, uh, no, no. Like, hot dogs, popcorn, nachos. You know what I'm having at my Super Bowl party Jacks. tomorrow at oh, my house? We're having, we're having some neighbors over. You know what we're having? We're having my mom's famous chili. Mm. We're having some pulled pork. Okay. Pulled pork is good. And my neighbors are bringing stuff. Like one of my neighbors is bringing wings. Mm-hmm. And my other neighbors bringing some kind of dip. And my other neighbors bringing ribs. Like, you know, this is stuff that us normal folk will eat when we're, watch- when we're at a Super Bowl party. We're well, not eating surf and turf nachos. Like, I wouldn't be opposed to trying that, though. I would not be well, opposed. Yeah, if, if we were, like, trillionaires. Yeah, or bacon-wrapped hot dogs. I've actually have had a bacon-wrapped hot dog before with, like, mm-hmm. there was, like, some kind of coleslaw on it and some pineapple thing, which on paper probably sounds gross, but it was absolutely delicious. The, 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 the fanciest thing I've ever eaten at a Super Bowl party, or at least one of them, you get to dip it in the sauce. My mom's famous salmon croquettes. Ooh, those sound good. Those, uh, it's, it, dude, if you ever tried my mom's salmon croquettes, I'm telling you, you'll be in heaven. Uh, she has to stop me from eating too much of it. That's how bad it is. Like that's so good. That's how bad. You know that. And now, obviously, nowadays, I I probably can only eat like one, and that's it. Because it's so filling. But. But I, I'm telling you, man. Back in my back in my day, when my mom put out the put out the appetizers, man, I go all in, and she would be like, "Daniel, stop!" And now so, you can only have. So it's one really day. good. You, one of these days, one of these days, I'll bring you salmon croquettes. Oh, I am looking forward. I'm to- a make 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 extra, make like make more than extra. Like yeah, those are. I've never had salmon croquettes, but that sounds delicious. Um. Yeah, so that, that's probably the, the the fanciest thing I've ever eaten at a Super Bowl party. But n- nothing crazy though. Like no, I'm my- all again, like I said, I, I'm I'm a big big time nacho guy. That bacon wrap, whatever thing you're talking about, hot dog. Yeah, that that, that looks good. That yeah, it, it, it sounds cool. Yeah. Like if they offered I, that I, I down could not in the for any of those other menu items that you put, if they offered that like in the stands, I I would buy it. Who doesn't like bacon? I mean, bacon wrapped in anything is actually anything. Not, I, I don't know about everything. I don't know about, I don't know about sugary items, but bacon wrapped in another meat, yeah, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, like I like. Did you hear that they have like these bacon Sundays now? Yeah, See that that's sugary items. Like I don't know. Like it's salty, sweet. I don't know. But anyway, but um. um but no, at Super Bowl parties, a staple, my mom's famous chili. Okay. See, like, chili I can eat. I can eat chili. Chili is my, like, we used to go to this one neighbor's house for a Super Bowl party, and my mom would always bring it, and he would have at least two or three bowls of it. Yeah. And my dad, and and I remember one year he said, when he, he texted my mom, he said, I'm not allowing you in my house unless you bring the chili. <laughs> And as soon as she brings it, he tells all his friends there, he's like, this, you have to try this. This is the best chili ever. 
Well, I've, I mean, I, I'm in an area where you know you have the the Ben's Chili Bowl, so it's like you know the staple. So it it can't be that good. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it is. It's really good. So, yeah, we we, we probably got these folks' mouths watering right now while we talk about the food there. So, yeah. Oh, tomahawk steak and yeah, that's an interesting one. Tomahawk steak, yeah. That's not, what what side you got there, Mark? I'm sure he'll like. Gotta go with like a good veggie, you know. Good vegetables, maybe some fries, maybe some potatoes. Yeah, some type of potatoes, some type of fries, veggies. Case. That sounds good. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Olaps guy, um, if you go onto our YouTube channel, uh, don't do it now because you're enjoying us. But when you're finished, please stay on the channel and go to the Puppy Bowl. Troy and Charlotte, Mark's two darling kids. Take adorable. This Absolutely adorable. Type of thing. It's a, the most beautiful thing in the world. And I'm telling you right now, uh, these kids are a joy. They they love talking about this stuff, puppy bowl preview, all that. They, they just love it. And it, man, those kids, they're just absolutely, absolutely incredible. So please, please, it's on our YouTube channel right now. After this show, please, please stay. Yeah. Go to that. Few minutes of your time, believe me, it'll be it'll be the most greatest thing in the world. Well, we're done. We still got some stuff we want to talk about. Um, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so yeah, but right, like, the cheapest ticket is like seven thousand dollars. Yeah. By the way, Mark gave the wrong value of the suite. It's over a million. Not yeah, I think it was like two million. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, so still, I mean, I I don't have I don't have anywhere near a million dollars. Again, net. you said it. It's not for people like us, right? Yeah, I can't. I, I, it's not for I us ordinary blokes. Once in my life, I will go to Vegas just to go to Vegas. I've been there. I know you've already been there, so I know what you know what it's like. I don't know what it's like to be in desert and gambling and doing all that stuff. I want to do that. Just you know when. When the time is right, uh, but never with the Super Bowl. Screw that. No, if there's another Vegas Super Bowl, I would not go. I don't think I would ever go to a Super Bowl in person because it costs me a, an arm, a leg, a kidney, maybe a part of my liver. Um, <laughs> but yeah. the, the, by the way, the, the sides, onion rings, mashed potatoes. So we're right on the potatoes. But it's mashed potatoes. We were right on the potatoes. Um, no, nice breadsticks, green green beans. Mark Halpern uh, coming in the clutch with these comments. So thank you, man. We really appreciate. Thank you, Mark, for watching. Um, for 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 watching but, um, us. Uh, being so, uh, and for any, everyone that's watching, please, please thank you for everyone please. that's watching. We really and please don't be shy. We don't bite. Tell us your thoughts. We'd like to hear yeah, it all. Please. Um. So halftime show tomorrow. What do you think? I'm excited, dude. I've been. I mean, look. I'm not as crazy about Usher as I used to be. I mean, I used to be. I mean, my whole family's obsessed with Usher. 
especially my sister. If you ever, uh, I grew up with my sister on LimeWire. I don't know if you remember what LimeWire. I remember LimeWire. LimeWire, we downloaded every damn song from Usher all over the queue, man. It, it, it was blasting everywhere in our house. Nowadays, it doesn't because, you know, my, my musical taste has changed. But I still have the biggest appreciation. I'm a huge Usher fan still. And I, I'm going to be really excited. to Very nostalgic, too, because he's been bringing a lot of his special guests. I'm hearing Lil John might be there. Mira and Luda might be there. Maybe not. I don't know. Alicia Keys is definitely going to be there. So that's going to be very exciting. I'm hearing rumors about maybe Justin Bieber. Yeah, but... the Biebs. Come on, man. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to you know Justin Bieber was partially discovered by us. Uh, he was, Usher. yes. So yeah, then but, yeah. But to me, I'm not really looking. I don't want to say I'm. I'm still gonna watch it, but I'm not really big into Usher. Sorry, Reg. Um, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I, I think it was just. It's really just not my type of music. Yeah. Like, I used to have a phase, and I was talking about this with my good friend Justin last night. I used to, my music taste is very eclectic. Yeah. I listen to everything. I listen to classical music. I listen to Irish music. I listen to the Beatles. I listen to Billy Joel. I listen to Ed Sheeran. Like, but I was once in a phase where I would refuse to listen to any modern music. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's all garbage. It all sucks. Like, I used to be in a phase like that. Like, I did not listen to anything after, like, the 90s. But, you know, Usher, you know, there are some songs I like. Yeah, who doesn't like Yeah? And I do like this one. I know people don't like the, the artist who stars on that. Pitbull with um, what is it? DJ got us falling in love again. I actually do like that one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So there's talk that Little John might show up. There's talk that what if Pitbull shows up? I mean, it'd be nice for sure. I would love that. <laughs> maybe maybe get some Pitbull jams in there. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't like him, but I actually don't think he's that bad. Is that, no, no. Who? Pitbull? Yeah, a lot of people don't like Pitbull. I mean, it's probably not everyone. I mean, he's he's a rapper. He, you know, it's probably not everyone's taste. We got to get a pop punk Super Bowl halftime show, man. Okay, if you were to plan a Super Bowl halftime show, who's your headliner? And Mark, you want to answer this question too? You're more than welcome. We need a pop. We need like a a blend of pop punk. I okay. think it's time that we unleash that with a little mix of alt rock type of thing. Like, what do you think about like a pop punk alt rock? No metal. Cool. No, no, no metal bull crap. Like, what? What? What's your honest opinion on that? That could be. You can get. There's a whole bunch of. You can get Blink. You can get. All American rejects. You can get Lincoln or well, Lincoln Park. Well, I don't know about them, but unless you do an AI or a hologram of Chester Bennington, um, Green Day, like you can oh, get all the cool one. 
I would, you know who I would want to see to do a um, halftime show? Who? Foo Fighters. Would you put them in that headline list of the, the bands I just put out there? With Blink-182, Green Day. Foo Fighters, they're, they're sort of there. I mean, they're 90s, but like they're sort of there. Um, I'm gonna, like, I think I could see them there or maybe just see them doing their own show. Who fighters can, can go, so can go on their own for sure. Yes. By the way, Mark says ACDC. Okay. Okay. Um, I, is, I think Axel Rose took Brian Johnson's place because Brian Johnson was having hearing problems, so... That could um, be that yeah. would be an interesting show. Yeah. In in terms of the modern day. Modern day halftime. Who would do well on its own? How about Ed Sheeran? How big would his halftime show be? Though. Like he would probably need some guests. Yeah, he's like he'll need help. I'm talking about who can stand on its own without any help from the big time guests. If you get Ed Sheeran, you can do Ed Sheeran. It's just gonna be he's gonna have a lot of people. You know what I think bands should do it, and I think they actually deserve a mulligan because mm-hmm. they did it before. Coldplay. Okay. I think because. When Coldplay played with Beyonce and Bruno, right, right, I don't think it was necessarily bad. No, 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 that was a good halftime show. I actually just thought it was okay when Coldplay was by themselves. They were great, but yeah, once no, Bruno the and Beyonce show came on, and I'm not saying they ruined it. I thought they were very good, but right. And I said this on our mixed bag the other day. Go back and watch. Cold, the the show was headlined as Coldplay with special guests Bruno Mars and Beyonce. Right. I feel like the show was Beyonce and Bruno Mars with special guests Coldplay. No, that that that's that's no, that's a stretch. No, because I feel Coldplay like Coldplay played their best music, and Beyonce came in and helped out with the show. Bruno Mars came in and helped out with the show. No doubt that they enhanced the show, but Cold, that was a Coldplay act. No, I feel like Coldplay sort of faded in the background a little bit. But, but that's okay, because they had the guest. But I feel like there were times, if you look closely, Chris Martin's just awkwardly standing there, and I feel like the NFL execs are like... Oh, you just don't like Coldplay. That's no, I do like Coldplay. I consider myself a fan. I do. So then why can't you admit that that was a Coldplay halftime show? Because it, Chris Martin just looked very overwhelmed at that. He was point. not overwhelmed. It, I mean, it's a big stage. It's not over. He wasn't but I feel like the NFL execs are like, Chris, do something, please. But um, I think no, I like Coldplay. You're, you're, you're thinking too deep. Okay, maybe it's I a good halftime show. Yeah. You know, speaking of which, I told you, we did a tier list of best Super Bowl halftime shows since 2000. Okay. Me and JT. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can remember, do this all from memory. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you want me to start from the top or the bottom? So bottom being like F tier. You can go F tier. Our 
two worst ones were Black Eyed Peas and Maroon Five. Yeah, that was a. I mean, that was a boring Super Bowl. Black Eyed Peas. That was a boring, boring. Um, but um, yeah, that that those are good ones. Yep. Maroon Five. Adam Levine sounds like he didn't even want to be there. Oh, no, that that was a brutal halftime show for sure. Yeah, that was not good. He found he sounded like he just woke up from a nap. Yeah, I was very disappointed because I like I love Maroon Five. I love um, D tier. We got. One of these you're not going to remember, the Disney Millennium Celebration. Uh, yeah, 2000. I was too young for that, yeah. Um, What else did we put in there? Justin Timberlake, just the show by himself. Right, okay. I didn't think that show was bad. I just thought it was forgettable. So this is the one with the Eagles and Patriots, right? Yes. Um, Great Super Bowl. Show. Great game. I, mean, I agree with you. People probably don't remember that, but I remember that because I was it was a, one of the greatest days of my life. Patriots lost, but you know, but yeah, I mean, one of the worst days of my life. I had to root for Brady, so I see what you're saying. But yeah, and then there was the weekend. The weekend was good. The I I I disagree. The weekend okay. did a well, I just thought the show was show. People just didn't understand it. It may not have been. The best, if you're talking about listing the best ever, it probably does not land there. I am with you on that, but that was a good halftime show. That Anyone that says it was a bad halftime show doesn't know what they're talking about. To be fair, I think they did with what they had because it was yeah. during the pandemic. So. Exactly. They, and that's another thing. But, I mean, I thought the mirrors thing, that though, that looked cool. And look, there, the, 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 he had the choir. He had, he had, he had a whole good stage. It was a good halftime show. I, I please enough that that was that that's a bad take. You know, if you get yeah, you don't have to list it as top ten. It doesn't mean it wasn't good. Okay, C tier was Shania Twain and No Doubt, which I don't know if you remember that one. So yeah, that yeah, the, the, I mean, by the way, Mark is saying Michael Jackson. We're talking about the two thousands. Um, I do we're agree not talking with you. About 1993. Obviously, the my, well, Mark, that was a great performance, though. Yeah, I only did one from 2000 to the first time where they had a major headlining. That was the first time um, in 1993 with Michael Jackson, which that actually changed the way halftime shows are produced, the way that they're being, the way they evaluate. Halftime performances, all that stuff. Yes, hundred percent. But we're talking about the night, the two thousands here. Yeah, but that about. actually, fun factor, that actually beat the record for most viewed, for largest television audience. That was set when the Beatles played on Ed Sullivan. Mm, interesting. So, yeah. So we also put, and I disagreed with JT on this one. Bruno Mars in C tier. Yeah, no, that uh, I don't understand that either. He gets a lot of disrespect for it. I would have put that at least in B I don't know like why. Was... People, as far as I'm concerned, people love that halftime show. Yeah, I would have put um, that at least in B here. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, I, I, I understand that. Yeah. The, like I said, the Coldplay, Bruno Mars, Beyonce one, and I put that one in C tier. And also, I we put the the infamous one in there. 
mm-hmm. the Janet Jackson one. Yeah. But you know what? If you watch the rest of the show, it's actually not that bad. Well, yeah. I get why. B tier, we put the Stones. Yeah. The Who. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Right. The I love I love the I love that Tom Petty one. Yeah, that was a good one. I mean, well, you, I know you. I know why you thought that was a good one, but like it, you know. I won't back down. That was probably the Giants theme song. <laughs> um, what else? Um, J Lo and Shakira. I would have put that in A tier, in my humble opinion. Yeah, I would put that in A tier for sure. The Dr. J, Kendrick Lamar. That should be number one. You know. To each their own. We all have our own personal opinions. Keep going. Sorry. And Rihanna. Yeah. That was B tier. A tier. Let's see if I can do all this from memory. Sir Paul. Okay. I understand that. That was a good halftime show. That was a good halftime show. Bruce Springsteen. That was a great halftime show. I agree with that too. God, who... Who else was in? Okay, who else was in that tier? I know. Um, even though I'm not her biggest, biggest fan, Madonna. Okay, which one was that? The second time the Giants played the Patriots. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Ugh. And this one, I'm sure you don't remember this one, Super Bowl 35. But I think this is a very underrated one. Aerosmith. Uh, okay, no, I've seen I've seen parts of it. Yes, In Sync. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think what's so good is because the NFL tackled different demographics. Yes. Well, they got the younger crowd along with the older crowd. Yes. Yeah, because there was a time, like after the Janet Jackson thing from 2005 to 2010, they were kind of catering more towards the older crowd. And then from 2011 onward, I feel like they kind of catered more towards the younger crowd. Right, 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 right. Um, Yeah, Beyonce... Yeah, it has to be has to be up there. Katy Perry. It, it needs to go. It needs to be like B tier. That was not that good. It was not. Her good. entrance was fantastic. No, it was okay. It was no. Sorry, and, and I love Katy Perry. I love Katy Perry. It was not good. That was not that good. I feel like I'm missing. Not better than Bruno. Not better than Bruno Mars. To each their own. And our top three that were in S tier. Lady Gaga. That should be lower. Why would you like Lady Gaga? That was a really good afternoon show. It should be lower. A tier? Yeah. Maybe B tier. Prince. Yes. 100%. And like his performance, like he's performing Purple Rain, stage lights up purple and comes pouring rain. And the final one for S tier, and this is in no particular order, U2. Surprised you didn't mention that, I mean, that uh, uh, this is for uh, January 30th, 2000, where you had the Phil Collins. Wait, yeah, did that was you, the Disney Millennium thing. I put that in D tier. Yeah. yeah, I mean, 
the show, it wasn't bad. It was just forgettable. Like, But why was it bad, though? Well, here's the thing. Okay, I'll tell you the good parts of it. I thought the set was very nice. The production value seemed pretty good. But here's the thing. This was actually a promotion from the Disney parks for their Millennium Celebration in 2000. And none of the songs were songs that people knew. They were songs that were written for the occasion. And it wasn't just Phil Collins. It was also Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, and, Christina Aguilera. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And Tony Braxton. Like, the only song that people would somewhat recognize. What? It was a good artist. Yeah, the only song, though, people would recognize was when Phil Collins sang Two Worlds, which came out from Tarzan the year before. I mean, Phil Collins is one of the greats. I mean, it's a little No, much. I think he was the best part of it. He was the best part. And no, I, I actually really do like that song, Two Worlds. It's, I think it's a very underrated Disney opening song. But the rest of it was just bland, forgettable. Or maybe it was just before your time. Well, no, this was 2000. I was born in 94, so. Yeah, but, you know, how much were you really paying attention to Phil Collins and his music when you were six? You know, no, I, if you ask me who I was when I was like six, I don't think I would Go on. be able to tell you who Phil Collins was. But um, yeah, that I couldn't was even the... put a voice to a name until I was like eight. You know, like probably like an oh, the Tarzan guy. In any case, um, um I, I don't know. I, I... Beyonce has to be up there. I, I'm sorry, dude. I <laughs> no, know it's not, not your, your music, fault, but Beyonce no, needs to be at the top. Beyonce huh. is I wanted great. it in S tier, but, but Queen B like, up there has to be. I would have put her in S tier too. I, I'm I, I was I'm really shocked that Bruno Mars gets no respect. No, I would have put him in B tier. I, I would have put him in at least B tier. I'm sure your friends have great music taste. But that 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 is a that's a bad take. Bruno Mars is amazing, and that literally not only did it have the modern feel, but you had eighties, nineties vibes coming from that mu- that halftime show, and that era of his music was literally a blend of so many different types of music. Like he really influenced a lot. I don't know. Man. But was... one that you should have watched in S tier, like if you ever get a chance, is the U2 halftime show. Yeah. Because that was right after 9 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they played the song Beautiful Day. They did a little bit of the song MLK. Mm-hmm. And when they would begin in their final song, which is Where the Streets Have No Name, they were lifting up a banner. And it had the names of all of those who died in the attacks. Because Bono said, I want to show that these were people, not statistics. And that was, that was end, really good on them for sure, yeah. What was that? That was good on him for sure. Yeah. And at the end of the song, he unzippered his jacket and there was an American flag stitched in it. Mm-hmm. And the post 9 11 crowd went crazy. Mm-hmm. People were standing up and cheering from a band who was, remember, U2's from Ireland. Not the U.S. 
and they had that, and the crowd went nuts. So, um, yeah. But yeah, those those are just my opinions. So you know, Reg, you're entitled to yours. Uh, I I think I think Bruno Mars needs to be up there. And okay, what tier would you put? The weekend, Bruno? the weekend needs to be needs to have a little more respect for his. Show. What tier would you put Bruno in? Probably A. Okay. Yeah. Um. He doesn't beat Prince. No, he doesn't beat Prince. But where would you put Weekend? B, at least. B. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Again, these are our opinions. And okay, you know what? I got a question for Mister Halpern. Mark, who did the better halftime show, Michael Jackson or Prince? Oh, uh, oh come on. That, that's a hard one. I mean... Oh, you think I was going to let him off easy? <laughs> that's a hard question. Like, one transformed the halftime show, the other one took it to a completely different level. Like... Uh, it's a tough one. That's a, that's a good question, though. So, um, anything else? You just want to get to predictions? He says, he says Michael Jackson. Okay, I can respect that. Michael Jackson, and I get it because he he modern it with he changed the game. So I, I understand it. And, and by the way, it, it was a, another phenomenal halftime show and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing, and I'll say this: I think Michael Jackson transformed halftime shows, but I think Prince perfected it. Oh yeah, no, it, 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 by far. And but need, need I remind you, I was not alive when neither of them got big. So <laughs> yeah. But um. Anyway, so I think it's time. Um. Anything else? You ready to jump to predictions, or is there anything else you let's want to let, touch let's on? Jump into it. Let's get into it, baby. All right, Reg. Who do you got winning? Score and MVP. It's the 49ers winning. The MVP is always going to go to Dan Quarterback. Uh, but in this case, I want Christian McCaffrey to be the reason why the Niners win. Dude, I think you just read my mind. Yeah. I think the Niners are going to squeak it out. Okay. Not, like, I'm not putting the Chiefs down. The Chiefs have a good team. Do not mm-hmm. get my words twisted here, folks. Yeah. Do not get my words twisted. I think the Chiefs have a good team. Pat Mahomes is one of, if not the best quarterback in the NFL. He is the Tom Brady of this generation. He is what is to this generation of what Tom Brady was to the last generation of quarterbacks. So don't get my words twisted. I think San Francisco is going to just squeak it out. Don't count Casey out. And I would like to see McCaffrey win MVP. You know, I just realized that MVP there's just too much quarterback bias. There really is. Yeah. Can you see a scenario where the 49ers win, but Patrick Mahomes gets the MVP of the Super Bowl? Like Has that ever happened before? Yeah. <laughs> I know that's happened in the it's, World Series. It, it, 1960, yeah. Bobby Richardson for the Yankees won the MVP even though the Pirates won. Yeah. Yeah. Has that ever happened? Has a, someone from the losing team ever won Super Bowl MVP? No, probably not. But 
I can see that type of scenario happen. But um, no, um, I think the Chiefs get way too much. They get way too much love. Give me the Niners. They're a tougher team. They're going to make Kansas City sweat. I'll be shocked if the Niners are not in this game at all. I'll be really shocked. This is going to be a, I think this is going to be a good old fashioned slugfest. What do you think? Yeah. Mark, I know you can't tell us, but you think it's going to be a slugfest? Yeah, I know. You'll listen to Mark later. Um, Slugfest, in what sense? Like, is it going to be back and forth scoring or is it going to be back and forth defense? I think this is going to be back and forth scoring. I disagree. I think it's going to be back and forth defense. Yeah, because you know what? Defensive teams are, the both teams have great defense. It's going to be really big defensive matchup. Because the big factor is going to be, it's going to be the defense versus Pat Mahomes. Yes. And the defense stop Pat Mahomes. Can the defense stop Pat Mahomes? And can the San Francisco offense and with the KC defense, can the KC defense hold Christian McCaffrey? Exactly. So I think for the 49ers, they gotta hold they gotta hold Mahomes, sorry, I had a brain fart there for a minute. <laughs> and fine. for the Chiefs, they got to hold McCaffrey. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and obviously don't let Brock Purdy burn if you're Kansas City. Because um, you know he's going to get, he's going to try to hit IU. He's going to he, try to hit. He will burn your ASS. I'm telling you, he's going to burn you. Um, and then if you're, the, if you're the Niners, you know, don't sleep on Mahomes. You know, don't, do not, do not take it lightly. Ever, 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 ever take it lightly. Yeah, so don't take this as it's just going to be, you know, a cakewalk. So either way, do not sleep on them. Yeah. Like that personally, if I think, but if I were to put percentage on it, I would say this this is a 50-50 game. 50-50, okay. I can see that. I'd say 50-50. What would you say? Like 60-40? In favor, favor of San Fran? Uh, they have the tougher team. That That's just me. They but have as I tell everyone, I'm not going to lose sleep over who wins or who loses. Well, um, yeah. yeah. The, the, like, if the, the Chiefs the win... The, Jets, the, only, the only thing I'll lose sleep over is the fact that the Jets are not in the Super Bowl. But, you know, then that's it. You know... You know, if the Chiefs lose, if it was the Giants and the Giants lose, I would maybe not be sleeping for at least three days. But this game, I'm really not going to be losing sleep over who wins and who loses. You know what's really shocking? My dad's rooting for the 49ers, for those who want to know why that's shocking, because my dad's an old-school Giant fan. And if we have any listeners who grew up in like the 80s and the 90s, the Giants and the 49ers always played each other in in the playoffs. Beat each other up. (laughs) So to this day, my dad, my dad 
bet would not root for the 49ers until today where the Chiefs must have really annoyed him. Yeah, well, I mean, even even that uh, championship game back in 2011-2012, you know, like... Oh, he was on the edge of his seat for that one. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Candlestick Park. Masterpiece. Yeah, that was... Oh, I remember that game. Mm, I do, too. It was a good one. And, um, then, and then the next, the two weeks later, we beat Brady again. It was so much fun. I rooted for the Giants in that, but honestly, like, I'm tired. I was tired of the Jets not winning. But you know what? It's like, what, and we've talked about this before. It's like when the Patriots played the Eagles in Super Bowl 52. As much as I didn't want to, I rooted for the Patriots. Because I didn't want to see Philly win. Well, so you I, didn't want to see Philly win, one, because you hate the Eagles, and two, because you want to be the only team to beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. That's part of it, yes. No, I'm not, not going to lie. It, that's all of it. That's, no, it's a, okay, it's about 90%. Per, okay, it's all of it. It's, it's all of it, Red. It, you're right. It's all of it. That's why. Like, How's you it feel want to be Eli right? Manning. Look, obviously, didn't turn out that way. You wanted Eli Manning to be the only quarterback to beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. That's it. And that is it. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. I'm done. <laughs> okay, so we both got Sam Fran winning, but I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, I, I, I'm expecting a good game. I'd be really shocked if San Francisco's not in it. Um, I'd be shocked if KC's not in it. Yeah, so it, it better, better be a good defensive matchup. I want to see the defense absolutely destroy each other. And see who gets the bigger, bigger game, bigger, bigger score, bigger points. Yeah. So we both got San Fran. We hope you enjoyed our little free Super Bowl party. Yep. Um, so we're sorry that we can't be there for the actual Super Bowl show. But if who knows? If I come back that, in time for my thing, maybe I'll jump in. Yeah. Of course, you know, we're, we're all, maybe we'll make a surprise. I, I don't know. Uh, it's gonna be too busy for me, but but please listen to them in the AM, probably around ten o'clock ish. Um, please uh, uh, that on the YouTube. Please uh, um, check them out. It's gonna be a great show, special guest, and all that stuff. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild stuff. S I N Sunday sideline Super Bowl. Extravaganza. I don't know what the hell they're calling, it, but I'm calling it that. Um, we might jump in. Who knows? Let's see what. Let's see what actually happens. Um, but in the meantime, while you're in this little like withdrawal period from us to them, please check out our podcast, Sports Any Podcast. Uh, by the way, if you don't want to see our faces because we're ugly as hell. <laughs> but if you want to listen to our voices, this will be uploaded as the bottom of the eighth inning of our podcast, Game 17. So this will be uploaded. So you will be able to listen to us. Um, but, of course, this will be on full replay um, on uh, the YouTube page. So please continue to check us out. Um, SIP. Many po- podcast platforms. Check out many other podcasts. 
on those same platforms, mostly Spotify. Um, and then um, websites, sportsinsanitynetwork.com. And uh, like, comment, subscribe below. Hit that Hit bell, the bell right now. And then check out our socials. Just search Sports Sandy Network. Search our podcast, Sports Sandy Podcast. We're there. We're there. Uh, X and um, Facebook. That's where we're on right now. So please search. Check over. us out. So, folks, enjoy the game. Enjoy everything mm-hmm. for the Sports Insanity Network. I am Bill Corpus, Crispy Murphy. Danny boy. Peace out. So stay safe and take care.